0: This is WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Hi, my name is Lucy Fret, and I'm here to give glory to God for the healing he's done in my life of uh, painful past experience. I am here to help other people to realize that there is hope, and there is help for emotional pain. <clears throat> um, I'm I'm starting with my childhood just to because that's where my faith experience started to grow. Uh, as when I was in eighth grade, I had the honor of crowning the Blessed Mother statue for my parish, which was the May, annual May crowning, and. Um, There was a drawing at my school to determine who would crown the Blessed Virgin Mary. And I uh, was exhilarated when I opened the piece of paper that I drew out of the basket that read, the Blessed Mother wants you to crown. It was an awesome experience for me and uh, to be able to crown the Blessed Mother. But um, what especially was, uh, oh, emphasized or was helpful for me, which really helped me, was that um, I realized that the Blessed Mother then knew what I was going through. It allowed me to realize that she she actually knew and heard my prayers, because I had prayed many rosaries and attended Mass, always asking for my mother to be made well. My mother was manic-depressive and suicidal, and she had a strained relationship with my father. My father died when I was 15, and after six known attempts on her life over a period of 10 years, my mother committed suicide when I was 19. I was raised in a very dysfunctional family, and Christ was not in the center of our lives. I was weighed down by many negative things. I didn't know or appreciate or understand that God was really offering himself to us in mass. As a result of this, I was insecure, I had a low self-image, <coughs> very sensitive, and uh, had great anxiety, often was sad and plagued by many negative emotions and uh, negative ways of thinking. <coughs> Quite often, my cup was half empty. At that time, I couldn't express these things because I had buried them. Uh, they were, there was no one to talk to about them. Immediately after her first attempt, my father told everyone she had had a heart attack, and when in reality, she slid her wrist and hit her head on the table when she subsequently fell. I didn't witness any of this happening. My mother was taken by ambulance to the hospital and lived. Her second attempt, though, was when I was 10 years old, and I had come home from school, and I found her unconscious. That experience was so disturbing to me. (coughs) that I buried the memory. God has a way of protecting us when we can't protect ourselves. I have an adopted brother who is four years older than me, and he told me that he realized mom had mental illness, but I didn't, and I didn't understand, and I felt that she could change if she tried. Then at the age of 21 I met the love of my life and my brother gave me away in a beautiful church wedding three years later. There was the joy of being accepted and loved. I had thought that I had closed the door on my past, however after we had two small children I felt like I had nothing to give my family, I felt totally inadequate. I hadn't seen love expressed between my mother and father, and my father's death, excuse me, my mother's death was haunting me. I felt like there was uh, a puzzle in front of me, and I had to put all the pieces of the puzzle together in order to be whole. (coughs) I want to preface what I'm about to say uh, with these words. Um, I speak not of, of... Uh, casting aspersions against my father because I loved him and my mother. I loved her, too. But we are all sinners, and all sin breaks our relationship with God. And that is why we are so blessed to have the Sacrament of Reconciliation. One of the pieces of the puzzle I discovered when I was 32 years old. At that time, I learned that my father had been in two adulterous relationships— one in the beginning of their marriage and one, well, not the beginning, 11 years after their marriage, and the other uh, during my lifetime, and uh, I knew the woman very well. It troubled me so much that I went to my parish priest who was kind enough to listen to me. He counseled me to give my life to the Lord Jesus. By the grace of God, I did. I knelt down and I prayed. Lord, I've made a mess of my life thus far. Please come into my heart to be the Lord of my life and forgive my sins. I'm sorry for having offended thee. Please help me to be the person you made me to be. And I felt great joy after that prayer. Shortly after that, I heard of a new find, uh, Finding New Life in the Spirit seminar that was being given by a neighboring parish I felt compelled to attend. The Charismatic Prayer Group became my support group, and I began to open my life to the Lord in a new way and allow him to transform me through the power of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. A few months later, I attended an effective living seminar given by the Cynical Sisters. That was a wonderful experience for me. Positive, faith-filled words all come through the Bible, counteracted my negative thinking. Now I am reminded of St. Paul's words in Romans 12:2, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. I deeply desire to know God's merciful love through the scriptures and experience him in a new way in my life. Through this seminar, I learned how to pray. After one seminar session, scripture came alive for me as I meditated on it at home. I placed myself in the Bible passage. I became Bartimaeus, the blind man, calling out to God. I actually felt the Lord's presence as I cried out to him, and I saw a small bright light out of the corner of my eye. I knew the Holy Spirit was with me. Wow, can you imagine that? After another session, while alone at home, I was reflecting on the worksheet entitled, self-knowledge and sorrow for sin. At that time in my life, I was so negative, I thought I can't answer these questions. I was afraid of what I was going to see. But because I had felt the Lord's presence the week before, I had the courage to ask the Holy Spirit as the comforter and the consoler to take me back to the source of my problem. I cried out, why Lord, am I a nervous wreck? Much to my surprise, he took me back to a memory that I had buried at the age of 10 because it was so painful for me. It was a memory of finding my mother unconscious, which I referred to earlier, when I came home from school. <clears throat> she had overdosed on her antipsychotic medication. She was ice cold to the touch. I shook her, but I couldn't awaken her. I thought she must be dead but then her snoring became like thunder in my mind. I asked God to take me too. I thought I couldn't live without her. I vaguely saw my father walk into the room and that was as much as the Lord wanted me to see in this memory. The Lord felt so close to me and I was overwhelmed by this insight. I began crying and laughing and singing One hundred million miracles are happening every day. I was touched by the love of God. As a child, after that incident, I came to the conclusion that my mother doesn't love me enough to want to stay around to take care of me. When that memory came to light for me, it was like coming out of amnesia. And so many negative thoughts kept flooding my mind. They were all so disturbing. I didn't know what to do about it. But I had read in Norman Vincent Peale's writings a scripture passage of Isaiah 26. He whose mind is stayed on thee will be in perfect peace. So I decided to memorize Psalm 27 because my mind would be stayed on the Lord. And also, it spoke to my heart. In his will lies our peace. I think that's another scripture somewhere, but I didn't look it up. I reasoned if I dwelt on the word of God, I would find peace and the negative thoughts would subside. And I began to trust in the Lord. Over time, I experienced the love of God through memorizing Psalm 27. Here I quote one of the verses. One thing I ask of the Lord, this I seek, to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, that I might gaze at the loveliness of the Lord and contemplate his temple. My mind and heart came together for the first time, and I could say, I am his temple, and I believed it in my heart. Another verse that spoke to me was, Of you my heart speaks of you my glance seeks. Your presence, O Lord, I seek. Hide not your face from me. Do not in anger repel your servant, for you are my helper. Cast me not off, O God, my Savior, though my father and mother forsake me. Even yet will the Lord receive me. (coughs) While memorizing these passages, I had dreams, and Jesus felt so close to me. Jesus gave me the greatest gift one could Receive here on earth. He gave me his gift of peace, which passes all understanding. I thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. In the Effective Living Seminar, I learned that I needed to forgive my mother. I now realize that without forgiveness, there is no healing. Sister Muriel Brennan, who led the seminar, suggested that if we had difficulty forgiving someone, that we could imagine Jesus with ourselves and the person we had difficulty forgiving and see what Jesus does. As I did this, I saw that Jesus hugs and accepts my mother as well as myself. During the seminar, I wrote on a piece of paper, I prayed for the grace to forgive my mother and I choose to forgive my mother During the offertory of the Mass, the closing Mass of the seminar, the prayers were burned on the altar. I felt free, and the burden, a heavy burden, was lifted. Until I took this seminar and the Lord worked through it, my life had been a struggle. The Holy Spirit, the Comforter, met my need, and His loving presence set me free of my pain. Now I can look at the memory of finding my mother unconscious, and I no longer feel torn apart by it. At that time of of healing, I was so grateful that I wrote a song. Bear with me while I try to sing it. I'm still getting over a sinus infection. The title is Life Has Been a Struggle. My trials are over, my love increase. I sing of Jesus who gives me peace. He is my Savior from above. He will protect me with His love. Oh, oh, Jesus is my King. Jesus is my Savior, my Savior, my Savior. Jesus is my Savior, and I belong to Him. When troubles hurt you, this much I know. Jesus will heal you if you will show. Acceptance of him and make amends. Upon him is everything, my life depends. Oh, oh, Jesus is my King. Jesus is my Savior, my Savior, my Savior. Jesus is my Savior, and I belong to him. Shortly after that seminar, while in deep prayer, I saw in my mind's eye my mother's slippers dancing. She had a size five and a half slipper with a mink puff in the, on the tip of it. Up until that time, most of my memories of my mother had been of her depression. The image of my mother's slippers dancing filled me with joy, and I asked the Holy Spirit, what does it mean? One day, while I was at Mass, I heard the scripture proclaimed in Matthew Whatever you hold bound on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth is loosed in heaven. I recognized these words as the interpretation of the image I had seen of my mother's superstancing. Again, I was filled with joy. I believe the Lord wanted me to know that forgiveness sets us free. By the Lord's boundless mercy and great love for me and my willingness to forgive, I have been blessed with peace. I'm no longer haunted by my mother's death through suicide. Having lived in a household where mental illness was evident, I learned from the experience that unforgiveness leads to dysfunctional relationships. Ephesians 4, we read, Don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. Not only was there no forgiveness between my mother and father, we were not taught to forgive. It took years for me to understand that it was another piece of the puzzle that was then put in place. And another issue was that she, had, um, she didn't have a friend. Her sister died at the age of 47, and her sister, my aunt, of course, was my mother's confidant a contributing factor to my mother's condition occurred when I was 10 years old. My mother took me to a relative who turned out to be involved in the occult. This was unbeknown to me and perhaps even to my mother. This woman read tea leaves, used tarot cards, and read palms. After she addressed my mother in Italian, which I didn't understand, She took my hand and exclaimed, and I in fear cried out, (laughs) then she exclaimed, your lifeline is broken. Fear entered my heart. It was shortly after this event. My mother made her first attempt, or I'm kind of thinking that it might have been her second attempt on her life. It's it's hard to remember exactly how old I was, but I was either 9 or 10 years old. When I was widowed at 58, I experienced a lot of fear. Again, the Lord brought me to another frightening memory so that he could heal it. it. It was tied to a childhood trauma. The memory surfaced of myself standing in my closet when I was around 13 years old i was shaking with fear because i heard my parents arguing over a gun and the gun went off i froze until my father came to me and said your mother is all right but she will have to return to the sanitarium the memory was then being fi- filled being flooded with light coming from a window in that closet i heard in my spirit Lucille, come out. It was just like Jesus calling Lazarus from the tomb. He called me out of darkness into his wonderful light so that I can announce his praises. That's 1 Peter 2. Jesus promises in John 8, 8, 12, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Later on that day, in the silence, an old Tony Bennett song rose up from within me. It spoke to my heart. The song is entitled, Just in Time. Uh, Bear with me as I try to sing it to you. (laughs) Just in time, I found you just in time. Before you came, my time was running low. I was lost. The losing dice were tossed. My bridges all were crossed. Nowhere to go. Now you're here, and now I know just where I'm going. No more doubt or fear. I have found my way because love came just in time. Jesus found me just in time to change my lonely life that lovely day. I only changed one word. I added Jesus. Years later, the Spirit worked in my life to set me free of an incident that caused me great anxiety and a feeling of abandonment. An event that triggered my sense of abandonment was my daughter marrying and moving to Florida on Christmas Eve that day. I felt like I would never see her again. I was a wreck. I cried like a baby through the night. That Christmas, after that day, um, Christmas Day itself was like a blur. But the day after Christmas, I, I um, was able to surrender my pain to the Lord. I sat in his presence with my emotions, and I heard in my heart, Be still and know that I am God as I continued to sit and wait upon the Lord, trying to unite my emotional pain with His, I heard in my heart the word, abandoned. Then I saw in my mind's eye, my mother turning one way and walking away, my father turning another in another direction and walking away. Then I could see a monitor and an incubator, which reminded me that I was born three months prematurely I weighed either 3 pounds, 7 ounces, or 4 pounds, 7 ounces at birth. I had to remain in the hospital in an incubator for one month until I reached 5 pounds. As I recall this feeling of isolation, I heard these words from the Lord. I am with you, I will never leave you, and I love you. Now, don't those words address uh, an issue of abandonment? And I realized that the Spirit of God was speaking to my spirit to address my abandonment issue and set me free. And I praise you and I thank you, Jesus. Again, the Holy Spirit is the comforter and the consoler. He brought to mind that when my father was in the hospital having emergency surgery for removal of three-fourths of his stomach, due to bleeding ulcers. He had asked for a priest to make confession, reconciliation, before the surgery. When he finished confession, he was anointed by the priest with the sacrament of the sick, and the priest gave him a miraculous medal, which my father later on gave to me, and I'm holding right now. After five hours of surgery, my father's heart stopped and his chest was cut open and the doctor tried to massage his heart to bring him back. After seven hours of surgery, we learned that my father had died on the operation table. I was 15 years old. I treasured the medal he gave me and to this day, Mother Mary is, um, has been a special love in my heart. Because of her love for me. And as I look back I can say Mama Mary has been with me from my childhood and also provided comfort for me at this trying time of my life. She is my queen, she is my mother. I recall as a child I often pray prayed, O oh Mary, conceive without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. She always leads us to Jesus. She asked Jesus for his first miracle out of the generosity of her heart. When did I surrender my life to the Lord and opened my life up more fully to the power of the Holy Spirit? Jesus set me free from past trauma. The new life he promised when I took the Finding New Life in the Spirit seminar was being revealed piece by piece. The Lord is continuing to build on the puzzle of my life. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old order has gone. All has been, is made new. 2 Corinthians I once was in darkness, but now I am in the light of Christ. God has been so good to me. To God be the glory. After experiencing the Lord's presence during the inner healing of finding my mother unconscious, I had prayed that I could help other people who have experienced trauma in their lives. 25 years later, in an inner healing ministry came into my life and i studied in it for three years at that time it was called the prayer ministry it has since been renamed transformation prayer ministry (coughs) i am glad to be able to share with others that emotional healing is possible and in particular that this ministry Um, I guess I can describe what what I've been sharing with you about my inner healings is exactly what this prayer ministry brings about in people's lives. The shock treatments given my mother, the medications given my mother, and all her psychiatric counseling, did not heal my mother only Jesus can heal the emotional pain that we have Jesus has come that we may have life and have it more abundantly he has renewed my life he has given me many opportunities to serve him in the church and I am a minister of care I'm in the prayer ministry for the Catholic Charismatic Renewal I'm a group, group coordinator for the Schoenstatt Marian movement and I'm in the Legion of Mary and I just began involved with the Alpha program in my parish. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever and he can go back into our past and heal our painful memories if we invite him in. By his wounds we are healed, Isaiah 53. There are 67 Bible verses that refer to our being healed by his wounds. His mercy encourages us to surrender to him and invite him into our woundedness. As we unite our pain with his wounds through prayer, Jesus heals us. His love for us is so great, he desires to restore our (coughs) our lives Jesus says in Revelations 21 see I make all things new and in Revelations 3 I stand at the door and knock if anyone hears my voice and opens the door I will come in subsequently God's hand has mightily put the pieces of the puzzle of my life together as Jesus restores that which was lost our God is a God of restoration and renewal. I am blessed because I am fed daily, or as often as I want, by Jesus and the Holy Eucharist. Thanks be to God, and by the grace and the power of the Holy Spirit, I have found joy and peace and love. In conclusion, I would like to pray the prayer that I believe the Holy Spirit gave me for my renewal. It's entitled, Stir Up Your Spirit, O Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, breath of the living God. Gently blow upon the spark of love given in the gift of baptism. Ignite the kindling of faith into flame as you confer life in confirmation. Replenish the logs of the fire of God's love that I received when I sought the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Stir up your spirit within me. Stoke up the fire with bellows of love, pumping new life within me. May praise, worship, and the gifts of the Spirit flow, as the flame of our love soars higher and higher. Joy, peace, and love dance about as sparks, while crackles of hope delight my Savior as he sees I'm returning his love. What used to be a duty is now a gift of love, and your light shines forth through me to the glory of God our Father. And when the embers die may it be because I am totally consumed in the fire of your love Thank you Jesus This has been WSFI Spotlight For more information on this or any other program email info at wsfi radio dot org